you made it to level two, deeper questions leading to deeper answers. I'm Tomas Garza, and I'm here to help you decide to transform. I'll be setting the pace for the process to support your unfolding. Learn and commit to a practice that brings simplicity and an awareness of what is ready to be released. Join me now and allow the experience of a deeper sense of love. Hello and welcome to Decide to Transform. I'm your host, Tomas Garza. And today we have a very, very special co-hosted interview today. Joining me, as always, is my co-host, Lisa Berry. Lisa is my very good friend and business partner and a show host herself. She co-hosts The Flow of Enlightenment with spiritual teacher G.P. Walsh on Ohm Times Radio, as well as Access to Angels and Grace with Noemi Grace on Ohm Times Radio, a podcaster, a show host. Lisa, it's great to have you again as co-host. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you so much. And I love that our guest is here with us today. <laughs> yes. And our guest is Titus Kleppinger, joining us from Colorado. Titus has spent his adult life in business in the field of customer service, of, in sales, marketing, and business development. He's now an entrepreneur who, in October of 2018, discovered his heart, his purpose, and his calling. And he's here to share more with us today. Titus, welcome. Thank you very much for having me. I've, I've been looking forward to this call. I love it. We've been looking forward to this as well. And, you, you know, this says so much that you've got it specified. October of 2018. So I know that listeners want to know, and, and so do we, where were you in life in mm. 2018 and what happened? I discovered my heart, like I had said, uh, like I'd mentioned, but typically it's out of a tragedy or, or uh, difficulties that something is birthed and my marriage was in a rough spot and I was searching and looking for the answer. If it was something that I could fix, I wanted to fix me to help the relationship. And so I went searching and I went looking and I was talking to people. And I remember, I can think right now as clear as day, the first conversation I had with this lady, she was in a, a yoga studio and we sat down and just had a, a really in-depth conversation. And that really put me on a path and on a journey to, uh, yeah, discover my heart and to learn a whole lot more about myself. Okay. And who was the, uh, the, the lady that you refer to just now, just a minute ago here? I couldn't tell you her name. All right. It was, it was one of those moments in space and time where you cross paths. Cool. When, when you said it, it was an in-depth conversation, which we say that often. We're like, oh, wow, I got into an in-depth conversation or I had one or it changed my life. What makes a conversation an in-depth conversation where you pause and explore? Vulnerability. Ooh. I, was, I was telling somebody yesterday that you are vulnerable and by being vulnerable, you give other people permission to be vulnerable. And when you have that vulnerability between two people and their hearts are exposed and open, then there's that deeper connection. And when you can have that deep connection with somebody, uh, that's glow, right? 
when you can take two people and glow together, uh, what do they say? Two or more than one, right? I love glow. In fact, that's the last four digits of Lisa's phone number, G-L-O-W. <laughs> it's true. It is. Yeah. Exposing and opening, it, it leads us to, Titus, I have to be honest, Tomas and I are like, hmm, wait a second here. So if you are now exposed and open, where were you before? <laughs> I was emotionally shut down. Okay. Right. The, the, when I talk about emotionally shut down, my childhood caused me or I responded by shutting down emotionally because there was so much pain and everything in life as a young person that I shut down emotionally. And you have walls, you don't let people in, you can't, I used to say to myself, I don't love anybody. Hmm. Right. The one person I would say that I loved was my grandma. Okay. Now, coming through what I just went through over the last November, December, January, I'm learning self-love and being able to love myself. And that, when you can start loving yourself, then you can start loving others because you love out of abundance. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, I mean, be, prior to 2018, I, I rarely, if ever, cried, right? It would take a very moving movie to get me to slightly shed a tear. Since then, there have been times where I've wept and wept and, and got all that stuff and that clutter and that junk and that healing, right? That's what we're really looking for is that, that's what I'm looking for, mm -hmm. is that complete healing. And, yeah. and now, so I've, in this time, I am, my affirmation is I am healthy. Oh. I'm not healed. I'm not, I'm not looking for healing. I am healthy. All right. Yeah. Uh, so I, I love this. I mean, that's quite a conversation. My mind keeps coming back to the conversation with this woman whose name we don't even know. So what was it that you think that caused that switch to flip? What caused this? So, hmm. Wow. That I would say it was the next conversation that I had. There was a lady, she wrote a book called The Heart's Mind. And so I saw it on LinkedIn. She was actually talking to one of my connections. I didn't even know the lady. And my connections post came up. I saw it. I saw the book. The heart's mind i contacted her directly here in colorado springs and i sat down with her and had coffee and bought her book in that conversation she says to me you would benefit from having a session with me and this is old me she and i said how much is it she goes 150 dollars, and i was like "Ooh," because that scarcity mindset kicked up and i said and i just took a deep breath and i said okay let's do it and I could feel at that moment scarcity leave. Okay. I sat down with her and uh, she, she kind of mind mapped, you know, personal business, family, and just kind of broke everything down and helped me discover that 95 or more percent of life is actually in the subconscious, is in the unseen. 
And when you're operating in the 5% or less of what is seen in that intellectual stuff, which I was very good at, always trying to be two steps ahead, thinking about everything being always, people were calling me like Pendleton and stuff, the little steady guy. But when you can move from that side of the equation to the 90 plus side and start working with the unseen, the spiritual and the subconscious, now we, now we got room to play. Yeah, no, that's where the playground but, is for sure. <laughs> we love the playground. Um, <laughs> that is a very, thank you for sharing that. Thank you for being honest and actually sharing the amount. Like you said, you, you know what, in your bio, we hear that you're a salesperson, customer service, marketing, very business entrepreneur, you know, and then here you are a salesperson yourself needing something that for a healer, coach, somebody to present to you, I think you could benefit from this. So it's 150 bucks and you recognizing like, this is a stretch for me. My mind is like, is it worth it? Am I worth it? Were those the questions? What, so my question is when the scarcity showed up for you and that uh, was the lack in yourself or in that this uh, woman's ability to help you or for you to, you know, what, where was that scarcity coming from? Paradigm. Old paradigm, right? It's, it's the thinking. It's the stuff that I grew up in. It's the programming. It's all that stuff that was impressed upon me from an early age. And you have to continually just rewrite the code until it breaks. What was your paradigm in that moment that you weren't worth it or that she was trying to overcharge? Like, you know, where, what? No, what? I wasn't worth it. I, I've had huge self-worth and self-image right? I look, I can look good. I know how to look good on the outside, right? It's believing in myself and loving myself, that self-worth. I had a conversation the other day and I was talking to somebody and they're like, okay, what are you, what's in it for you? Or what are you, what's, what are you doing? And I told him, I said, I want 5% of the deal. And it's a big deal. And so to have that self-confidence and that self-worth to say, I want 5% of this, whatever, and to have that ability and that worth and that image that you see yourself in is valuable, very valuable. Yeah. Yeah. Do you love the image? Are you now with your heart open? Is it that you now love the image versus I respect the image because I've attained certain status? Is it more coming from a place of, I love that image? <clears throat> so... The images that I focus on at this point, and that's that's a good question. That's a good point for me to to focus on that image that you're just that you just were just talking about. Where I'm at right now, the images when I close my eyes are the night. Right, I see the night, the the confident, courageous, brave night. I see the warrior. Oh. That's that's the image that I see. Um, there's the warrior. There's um, healing the teacher to help other people heal and uh the guide helping other people being the light at the end of the tunnel those are the three things that i think of at this point okay and that that's wonderful that's a very strong visual though thank you for sharing that how does this contrast with where you saw yourself before i mean what images came to what do you think would have come to your mind if you were to have done the same exercise prior to 2018 what would the images have been 
Mm -hmm. It would have been hurt, broken, defeated, shame, guilt, Mm -hmm. all those low vibrations, all those low feelings and emotions that people put on you. Were you, did you believe yourself to be a successful entrepreneur carrying around those non-heart-based? No. Nope. Nope. Blocks a lot of people. It, it really, it, it stops them. They, they can't become the person in whatever career they want to be when they carry around those. Where, if you're not coming from your heart, where are you coming from? Hmm. The, the five percent right the, the physical yes. body yes you're coming from th- that yeah 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 and uh, you know it's interesting that you mentioned the numbers it's five percent or less right even possibly so yeah if, and if you're coming from that that's quite a transition it's experientially as you've shown it's very very different so you had a series of conversations in October of 2018 here. This is, this is great because you never know when this is going to turn around for a person. So take, walk us through how you feel now. Hmm. So there's the law of polarity. And if you guys want to make a note, I want to talk about being the authentic you and the authentic self. Absolutely. But there's the law. Of, there's the uh, there's the law of polarity, and so where I've been uh, lately has been on the the darker side, and learning to be comfortable over there, and knowing that the swing of the pendulum is going the other direction, and that other side is going to be equal and opposite of the dark side to the bright side. And when you get over there, life is pretty spectacular. So you enjoy the ride. Right. Uh, that's, a, that's a very strong image of a pendulum swinging and a, a dark side and a light side. Because you know, as a spiritual teacher, I, I see a lot of people that want to avoid the, the dark side so they don't get comfortable with it. And um, you know, you've got to clearly do that. You clearly have to do that. Yep. You have to go over there. You have to, the one of the words that uh, was the first for me was being alone. The word alone, because I was abandoned when I was younger. I felt mm-hmm. abandoned. I my dad left, all that stuff, right? And so I did not like the word alone, and I would avoid being alone because by being alone, it meant to me that I was abandoned. It just reminded me of all that other stuff. Well, once I came to the, uh, the realization, okay, I need to change the definition of what alone is mm. so I can feel comfortable there. And so I said, okay, alone now means rejuvenate, relax, right? And I just put all these recharge, these words on to equal alone. I changed the definition and I sat in that and I felt comfortable there and I, and I, I learned to feel comfortable there learn to feel okay and good in alone. And so once I said, okay, that's possible and I can rewrite that, then what else can we rewrite? 
I love that you changed the definition of that. That is so cool because you are in fact no longer attached to the identity. You were, you were, you were had previously been stuck to, oh no, no, the identity of alone means abandoned, not loved, not worthy, you know, whichever you, somebody is attached. And you, what made you actually think that you even needed to, what, where was the realization that you even wanted to rewrite the meaning of alone? How did you know it was hurting you? Oh, there was my question. How did you know alone was hurting you and you wanted it to be loving? Well, it was hurting me because I was filling my time with shallow and busy things, right? And so here I am doing this busy stuff right. as opposed to being centered and in and having the time to go within, having that moment. I was busy doing other stuff trying to not be alone right very distracted like ah, don't let me be alone <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah well and, and titus a moment ago you mentioned authentic you and authentic self and wanted to circle back around to that yeah, so we were we were talking about the transformation. You know, that's really what I'm teaching is is transformation is possible. So many people sit where they're at and complain about it or or just sit there and feel stuck. And I'm here to help people, like I was talking about that guide, to help people get unstuck, get from where they're at to where they want to be. And truly deep down inside, whether they really realize it or not what they want to be is that true authentic self, the way that that unique individuality that was impressed upon them by God, boop, that person is where they want to live, whether they realize it or not. And that's where I'm seeking to be and grow and live is in that true authentic self. So, ha ha, you're into real estate? <laughs> <laughs> no. yes yes it, real estate sounds better than authentic estate it has a better ring <laughs> right a state yes. of being it's a state of being we can are keep that one if you want <laughs> are you still in um like would you say that you're still in sales and marketing and such like did you have to change your profession and your career or did you just like integrate it Yes, it came into alignment, right? There, there's that other word, alignment. Um, I was able to put purpose and passion and align that. And yes, I still do, uh, like I was telling you about that, that deal I'm working on. And the other day I was on a phone call and I was in flow. I mean, I could feel it. And it was such a great, incredible phone call. And it was, it was on the sales side. It was, in, it was investing and and real estate and all is business. And so, and I was absolutely in flow in that conversation and I loved it. It felt great. <sighs> if you look at my trifold that I created, there's two colors, there's red and yellow. And I did a, and I did an assessment by see me, the, it's the letter C me. And my colors, my adaptive color was red. My natural state or uh, color was yellow. And very much so. So the sales, 20 plus years of sales, marketing, business development is the red, my adaptive state. My natural state is the heart and the flow and the purpose. And that's yellow and that's glow. 
Well, it takes red and yellow, or you can use red and yellow for glow. Beautiful, beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. I love this. So you've have, you have all of this experience and now you help people to work in their flow. What is that, what is that like? I mean, if people aren't familiar <laughs> with working in the flow, would you talk about that for a minute? It's really, it's about asking the right questions. Ah, yeah. they, they, they deep down inside already have the answer within them. It's, it's just for me to facilitate and ask the right questions, to bring it out of them, to draw it out of them. I was in this very unique situation a couple weeks back. I was having a, a conversation with a friend and uh, just standing there and a, a complete stranger walked up and started talking to us and very quickly uh, started pouring out her emotions. And um, I go into coach mode and I'm starting to ask questions. And, and uh, she says to me, she goes, you ask better questions than my therapists. Uh. <laughs> and, and, right. And, and, and she wasn't, we were in a, we were in a fairly affluent uh, situation. Right. So it wasn't like she was lacking and, uh, I was like, well, I can help you. And, and my friend was looking at her like, he can help you. But uh, anyway, it was great. It was good to be just out there in the world, making an impact and touching people's lives and helping them. Even if it's, a, even if our paths cross for a second and I'm able to help you bring healing or disperse of that negative energy or whatever it is, um, then that's, I signed up for that life. I I ha I'm so I'm visualizing this and I just I come from this huge question right now is because you mentioned that this person was sharing, uh, opening up, being vulnerable, spilling her guts, you know, allowing for some very flowing uh, questions to come when you said she wasn't or whichever person was not coming from a place of lack. I found that very, very important that you shared that because many people feel if they ask for help or allow someone to ask them questions of where they are. Whoa, what do you mean? Like, do you, I don't need help, uh, you know, where they're coming from that lack place. Could you, I would love for you to share a little bit more about that. How can one be comfortable enough to ask questions, to ask for help, to allow somebody else to ask them questions so that they <sighs> don't feel like they're a victim. Like, oh, I'm going to see a shrink or all those words, or I need help. Like, how can, how can one comfortably come to you perhaps to ask questions or be asked questions and not feel like they're damaged and broken and that they're coming from a hard place? So have you guys heard of human design? Yes. Oh, yes. And so recently I started working with a lady and she tells me that my aura is both penetrating and accepting and receiving. And, and so... She told me that I have a way of breaking down people's defenses or their walls. And so I was just being me in this situation. And she walks 30 feet across the room to have a conversation with us, to have a conversation with us. Yes. And me. And um, we have that power. Everybody has that power within them, that glow. Everybody's got the spark but they just, it's buried underneath the trash and the crap and society and the paradigms and all this other stuff. 
where if we would just learn to take a deep breath and really just be true and us and live there, right? Not just be there for a moment, but to actually live there and make choices to live there. And it's difficult for me. It's difficult, right? Everybody has challenges and obstacles and things they got to strip away. And, um, but getting there is such a joy because there's, there's those miracle moments, those, that magic, that's just awesome. The bliss, the, the, all of it, right. The completeness, the full spectrum of love all there in a nuclear moment. Yeah. I wrote down miracle moment. Yes. What's your, (laughs) what's been your most recent miracle moment? Hmm. I would say this morning. All right. Aww. <laughs> <So> <laughs> right on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I woke up, right? My eyes opened. Miracle moment. Mm-hmm. I took a breath. I went through my gratitude, right? I gave myself a hug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that, that's a miracle moment right there. I was literally going to ask my next question was, what is your practice? And then there you go. <laughs> Just, yeah. I woke up. I was grateful. I hugged. There we go. <laughs> yeah. No, my, my real question actually is if someone is, sorry, I, I was thought of, of course, went to like a New York minute, but um, a miracle moment is, um, and you mentioned how to live there and not just visit, not just to be there for a minute. Is that a daily practice? Is that something that once you had this in 2018, in October, love the month, <laughs> <laughs> but did you did you forever and a day that's your permanent address miracle moment or do you still come and go and have to get there the miracle moments are moments by moment right when i hang up the phone call here like this is a magical moment for me for me to be able to to share with you guys to speak openly and just to share my awesome incredible life with you and to interact with you and to to have that that is a miracle moment for me i walk away from this recharged so thank you thank Thank you you. and so yeah it's it's every choice every moment when when we leave here when we go out to the grocery store and we look at what we're going to buy exactly that's a miracle moment am i going to choose what is best for me it goes Right, glow, glow is mental mindset, health and nutrition, relationships all tied together with heart and working and flow. Health and nutrition is such a key part to being healthy in this vessel. This is a vessel that's carrying me around and I wanna keep it finely tuned. Mental mindset, how are we thinking? How are we speaking? How are we talking? How are we, right, relationships? How are we interacting? Are we being greedy? envious jealous are we are we being those things that right whatever i don't know some people might want to live there i don't yeah yeah definitely and of course we're surrounded by people who don't want to live there but they don't know how to get out of it and uh, you know i love that you you mentioned that miracle moments are constant we all have the opportunity to show up and to make a choice. So how do you work with people that are coming to you? Let's say they want to hire you as a coach. 
or to do some some work with you. How do you work on this deep level transformation with somebody? Well, it's a process. Um, mm-hmm. it, it's a it's a it's quite a process. I would say it's at least right to do a real work on someone. Um, it would be a year to two years to do a real work, and okay. um, uh, I can get them going. And to get them going, you know, ninety days, we could we could look at some of the paradigms because it's when you when you walk into a, uh, you know, how you've seen those teenager cars that have McDonald's and Arby's and Taco Bell laying in the front, you know, in the floorboard up front, absolutely, right, yeah. and 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 the seats full of. <laughs> seats full of CDs and so on and so forth and the back seats full of stuff. Cleaning up that kind of vehicle is you can you can do a pretty good dump, right? And just get rid of all that stuff and, mm-hmm. and, and start working back to zero. And once you get back to zero, then you can start rebuilding and reprogramming. But um, yeah, clean the closet is what I tell mm-hmm. people. Let's clean the closet. All right. Yeah. The image of the car is strong. Having sat on someone's old French fries before. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Here in Canada during the winter, we don't think about cleaning that car yet until spring. (laughs) It's too cold. Um, I, that was a perfect, one of my questions was the beginning was I was, I I love just learning a little bit about you because we, you know, as a guest, you, you know, you're, our hearts all connect, but the details are new. And I love that you are very business-based. A lot of people think, oh, I'm spiritual now. Can't be business. Got to come from the heart. Yeah, you know, there's, oh, there's no customer service or sales in, in spirituality. And so my, my question was, do you have to make that choice? Is, is there a, dist- you have to drop one to get to the next? Or how, how do you discover your heart in customer service, in sales, in marketing, in advertising? How do you find the heart? if the conditions around you are so not heart-based? You come from a heart of service. You look to serve. Like that. Right? Yeah. You serve. I'm serving. I'm not, I'm selling, serving. Mm -hmm. I'm serving you. How can, how can I, how can I help you accomplish what you're looking to do? Come Mm -hmm. from service. It's take your eyes off yourself. Take your eyes off yourself, put it on the customer and, and focus on them. Yeah. I love the word service, help, accomplish. Those are beautiful words. Those feel good. Like you, your heart kind of tells you, do you ever check in with your heart and ask your heart like, hey, does that word feel good? <laughs> does quota feel good to your heart? I don't know. Does it? <laughs> so it's interesting. It's, that's a, that, is, that is a good um segue into the next little topic here it it is because i was telling a friend of mine i was like we're we're helping people we're creating millionaires billionaires we're creating millionaires and billionaires changing the way you talk well how do you change your the way you talk you you write and use the appropriate word so when i'm in a situation like this in a conversation with you and we're talking about accomplishing and service those words are already in my vocabulary at the top. Yes. The people that the people that are, you know, whatever using foul language or low level language, or I was reading, I just read an article about the five or six words that you don't want to use in an interview. Like, oh. I think, I, I think so, or maybe I hope, 
possibly, right? Mm-hmm. All the things that are weak statements, don't use them in an interview. Well, why would I use them in my life? And I, and I know this for myself because I said it the other day, I was like, I'm thinking about going here. And I'm like, wait, pause. I am going here. Wow. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think the same thing of the word try or yeah. I'm trying to. And um, yeah. yeah, I just think about Yoda and uh, Star Wars and saying, do or do not, there is no try. Yeah. And try was the number one word. Ah, uh, gotcha. That was so cool. I love that story just because we are so fans of podcasts and interviews and shows. I love that. Like when we say weak statements and please anyone, if this is in your vocabulary, it's not that you are weak. It's that maybe perhaps your commitment or your awareness isn't as, as connected, not strong, not in this case, the opposite of weak is not strong. I would, I would say, and I don't know if you guys both agree. It's, it's misaligned as opposed to not strong. I don't know. Is there a connection there? Congruent is the word. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that yeah. is strength. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Yeah. Con- yes. Congruent <laughs> is the word. And I, th- I think that just being aware somewhat, uh, we're often not aware of our own thought patterns. We're not aware of our thought patterns that influence the way we speak. So we end up saying, well, I'm thinking about going to the store and I'm going to try to buy some some eggs and i'm going to try to rip out my whip out my debit card and i'm going to try to pay you and i'm gonna think about paying but maybe i won't right yeah I, I think that we're often just not aware of that so titus how do you work with people when when you're working with them on this massive transformational process you know how do you get them to stop saying these things so I just started a 30 day run on the self-confidence formula. Okay. Mm -hmm. And there's a self-confidence formula and I write it out every day. And I actually, um, I talked to a friend, I said, Hey, you want to do this with me? So I'm dragging her along. So she's, she started her, she started her 30 day run and I started my 30 day run on, and we write out this page of words. And that's how you start changing your vocabulary is you start reading reading is huge i've been posting about it for the last week you read the words you write the words you use the words that are intelligent you use the words that are conveying what you're trying to say i saw a podcast the other day or not a podcast it was a live stream and this person she was aware of her spirituality on the red on my red side on of her she severely lacked in the polish on the red, right? As far as enunciation, how she vote her vocabulary. And so there's, you have, you need both sides and you talk and you just start programming and using those words and practicing in the mirror, <laughs> do that. Yeah. Just yeah. look in the mirror and tell yourself you love you, start there. I, I so wanted to pause you on that. I'm so glad you said that. Um, so do you, th- this practicing in the mirror business, this is, this is huge. Some people really are so uncomfortable. Um, when you do this, do you prepare? Do you, are you talking to you? Are you talking to an audience? Who are you imagining when you're trying out? Well, you're trying on a new outfit, which is vocabulary. You're trying on a new vocabulary outfit <laughs> uh, and getting comfortable with this. Do you, do you stand right in the mirror and, and do this? Like, 
So, so when it comes to the new vocabulary, I would more than likely do it in a video, like on my phone or a recording. When I look in the mirror, I typically go to the practice of telling me who I am. Okay. Right. I, I am abundant. I am wealthy. I am rich. I am blessed. Right. And I look, I look into my soul mm. and uh, gotcha. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I love that. Well, there's a lot of strong visuals that have come through on, on this show and, uh, you know, from the visual of the knight, the warrior, the teacher, the guide to having a conversation with yourself in the mirror and Titus, I'm, I'm curious, coming back to the knight, the warrior, the teacher, the guide, the images that now represent you, how do you show up as each of those? As needed. I love it. Okay. I love that. Yeah, I, I I so appreciate her her uh, response. Please explain. Please d tell me about your response. I love to. I would love to hear the details behind that. I, I did find a humor humor in that because it's you know what I love about that is it's expressing to people is you don't need to plan when you're going to show up. It's when you're called. Uh, listen to when your heart is somebody else is saying. I need you. Um, please help. Uh, please love and for ourselves. And it just really, it, it allowed me to see how much your heart is turned on to respond when like, you know, when the siren goes, okay, right, I'm coming. Here I go. Because <laughs> it's as needed and not planned. I really enjoyed that. That was funny. <laughs> right. Good. Well, thank you. Yeah. Uh, and the plan is the that 5%. Means a lot that you, yeah. Well, <laughs> Yes, I appreciate you. I appreciate you uh, that perspective on that. Right? There's so many times we are, uh, we us me. I'm in my world and I'm in my box to to get that outside perspective. I I appreciate that because that's a that's an honest mirror that you just provided for me, and I and I so do appreciate you saying that. Well, you're welcome. And uh, Tomas, you know, there's when um, Titus, when you mentioned originally about questions, how you ask people questions when something like Tomas, somebody like Tomas asks a question like that, I thought, God, that's a really good deep question. And I was really excited for your answer. And I think that's something that I'll ask you, is that a recommendation? What is your recommendation for people to, to check in with themselves, to discover their hearts? Cause Tomas, you'll ask these questions so deep like that. And I'll think, oh man, that was good. <laughs> but, like, how, where do you start with people to, to ask them to look into their heart to, to even come to that point? Yeah, it's it's a little like it. It was a little bit of a digging for me. I mean, it, it's you. Tomas did ask that uh, question, and he goes, "How do you deal with you know these these people you're working with?" And the word that crossed my mind while he was asking the question was, "I deal with them patiently." I deal with them patiently because there's there's uh, I know that it's a process that they're going through, and so I can set them. I can give them step one or step two. And expect that it's going to take a couple months or expect that it's going to take some time for them to get through that. And so you have to be patient when you're talking to people. I know it took, you know, the timeline it took me. Now I do now, now um, compressing time, right? Quantum leaps and collapsing time. So uh, things are moving a lot faster, but 
anyway, patiently deal with yeah. patience. Yeah, I love that. As needed, patience. Yeah, sometimes it's quite interesting to ask those deep level questions, Titus, because sometimes the response is really, really simple. And uh, yeah, I love that. So how would people, if they wanted to find out more information then about you, about working with you, how could people reach you to find out further details? Yep. So my website is theglowcenter.com, G-L-O-W center.com, the Glow Center. Phone number 719-229-1110, triple ones. And uh, they can feel free to shoot me a text and uh, give me a call. Just give me a heads up you're calling and I'd be happy to talk to you. My email is titus at theglowcenter.com. I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Grow glow growth and development All right so glow growth and development so just rehash for the listeners here it's theglowcenter.com and titus t-i-t-u-s at theglowcenter.com so the phone number if people were to want to text you is 719-229-1110 and that's plus one for mm -hmm. the united states we have an international audience, big time. <laughs> Sweet. Well, I, I, it's my full intention to reach the world. So thank you for providing a platform and letting me do that. Oh, wonderful. And it's been our pleasure to have you on the show here today, Titus. And before we wrap up, what last thoughts do you have or anything else that you'd like to add for the listeners? So... I grew up in the church and I'm started my journey, you know, back in 18 or whatever. And so I'm, there's just been a lot of growth and in that growth, you forget to do the basic things. Mm -hmm. And I was reminded recently to pray because prayer works. And so I was like, Oh, that's, you know, and, and you would think, yes, did I not talk? Was I not connected? Of course. Right. We're always connected. It's all, God's always there. But it's that prayer that, hey, I could use this or I, I need, I want this. I want, right? I'm looking for this because we're co-creating. And so pray, 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 pray. Because there's people back there that, or there's whatever's back there to support us and to hold us up and to lift us up and to help us walk our path. So yeah. ask. Yeah, it's, it's quite simple, isn't it? Just ask because we all are supported yeah no matter what we're all supported all right well titus this has been so much fun and lisa and i have had a, a great time on the show thank you so much for joining us today i look i i appreciate it thank you and i look forward to more conversations absolutely hey include me in any conversations that involve glow so <laughs> 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 Right. I love it. All right, Titus. Well, thank you so much. Lisa, thank you so much for co-hosting with me. This has been Decide to Transform, and I'm Tomas Garza. Thank you all for joining us here today. Have a great rest of your day. <laughs>